Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you recovery greetings and the living word of God. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. James chapter 4 verse 4 says, Do you know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to Let us pray. Our wonderful Lord and God, we worship you. Thank you for another great opportunity to learn at your feet. Father, today in your word, please glorify yourself. Let this message expand your kingdom. Every spirit that devil is using to deceive the world against the gospel, let them face an open shame from today. Every covenant, that my brethren might have embraced under the guise of civilization. Let there be a total separation today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, glorify yourself and bless our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The topic of our message is Nonconformity with the Word. Non-conformity with the word. A little text is taken from the epistle of Apostle Paul to Romans chapter 12. We read verses 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Brethren, this passage confirms to us that God cares about the sanity of our body and soul while we are in service. In Luke chapter 6, verse 45, the Bible says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, 
and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bring forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. That means there's a connection between the mind and the body. Apostle Paul, having seen the trend of the abuse of what is supposed to be the temple of God, pleaded passionately for a caution and a change of heart. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 says, Oh, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? He realized, like it is relevant today, that deliberate efforts to keep her body holy in order for it to be acceptable unto God. Of course, God being holy will not have anything to do with unclean things. This is a way to conform with the standard of God. Today, the situation is not far-fetched from situation the Apostle Paul condemned in his epistle to the Romans. God's standards never change, no matter the changes that human beings transist to. What the Bible termed sin had remained so in the scripture and so it will be forever. The conditions of holiness has not changed a bit, not minding the class and status of people. The wages of sin too has not changed, despite the hyperinflation that has affected all currencies. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages has not changed neither will it ever change. The laws of God for man in marriage has not changed. A man and a woman not related are the only approved marriage by the scripture. A man and an animal are not supposed to marry. No, it's an abomination by the scriptures. The dressings for men and women are distinct and should not be interchanged. These are laws in the scriptures. These laws have remained unchanged and sacrosanct. Yes, civilization and dynamics in social settings have set certain situations that we are getting used to as being normal. We hide under human rights and social law. This is time being conformed with the world. Even in priesthood, we have lately been accommodating people involved in these abominations as priests that give holy communion. What an abomination to the sacred altar of God. Many of the issues that were labeled as offenses in the past in many countries today are not only tolerated, opposition to such issues are seen as new offense. In future, people may be compelled to even partake in these evil practices. The book of James chapter 4, verses 4 to 5 says, Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God.
Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? The spirit of God wants our conformity with his own spirit so that he can continue to help us and guide our ways. Unfortunately, the spirit of devil keeps struggling to have our spirit enslaved under the pretense of civilization. The great men and women in the society are used by spirit to promote, impose, and nurture these practices. They use power, employment, financial inducements, and raw affluence to propagate these abominations. Debate and influence attached to some associations are so huge that anyone without a living and vibrant spirit of God will easily get attracted by debate. Let's look briefly at even corruption cases. It's fully entrenched in our system. Forced gifts and honorariums are part of the church system. Growth assessment of churches are now based on financial returns and strength. Christians are not different from pagans when it comes to bribery and corruption. We all have dropped this land. Oh, it's where you walk that you chop. Ezekiel chapter 14 verse 14 says, Son of man, when a lad sins against me by persistent unfaithfulness, I will stretch out my hand against it. I will cut off its supply of bread, send famine on it, and cut off man and beast from it. Wow, little wonder we are moving from one tyrannical ruler to the other. I pray that our situation will change for better before it's too late in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, let's look at the youth challenge. The youth challenge. Devils target on the innocent youth in a world that doesn't give the parents any more longer bonding with the children and their unlimited and unguarded access to the internet is very unfortunate. This spirit influences the youth with wrong information and false impressions of their freedom. The role of the very few lucky parents and church leaders who have been lucky to still hold the tenets of holiness should be reinforced as follows. Number one, we should pray for the world against total subversion of the teachings of the gospel. The Lord's guiding evangelism have been stifled daily. There is freedom to do just anything except preaching the gospel. Let us cry unto God to deliver the world. There is nothing he cannot do if he genuinely asks God. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and heal their land. It is time, my brethren, to call upon our God. I pray he will answer us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. Number two, let the church of God start drawing red lines on what will never be tolerated, no matter what. Homosexual priests should be banning the church. The church, unfortunately, never expected that such a vice will rule the world. The church strength should no more be measured by population or assets, but the quality of godliness and passion for evangelism. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 and 15 says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship as righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion as light with darkness? And what accord as Christ with Belial? Or what part as a believer with an unbeliever? Let's start having a unique identity that everyone around us will say, Oh, this is a child of God. Do you have that identity? Number three. Let us know that the end is nearer than ever. Let's just keep our faith strong as the trumpet may sound anytime from now. This will encourage us to hold on. Second Timothy chapter three. Verses 1 to 4 says, But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, Despisers of good traitors, headstrong, haunty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Brethren, let's be prepared. This is hand time. Number four. Let's keep reminding those giving misleading information to the youth, the promise of God to them. Jesus warned in the book of Mark chapter 9 verse 42 that, Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. Maybe you said drugs or you mentor youth to indulge in drugs. This is a warning on the judgments of God that has been kept secret but it will be harsh. You can repent today and start counseling the youth to return their, to their maker. Finally, brethren, we need to make up our mind who is our God? The Lord Jesus Christ, who came to redeem the world, or the world that we fear and hence want to conform with their practices? God, our Creator, is ready to take us back and protect us if we serve him indeed and in truth. The choice is definitely ours. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Choose life 
I need to be well with you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank you for your interest and patience in listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed. Please help share with others. You can also listen to this message and other previous ones on our podcast streaming good named Voice of Trinity. God bless you richly. Amen. Let us pray. Our Lord and our God, once again thank you for this grace. Thank you for your word, which is strength to us and light to our way. Father, we pray that the grace will be able to make up our mind to conform with your ways. Father, please grant us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Where we have heard in the past, Lord, please restore us back to your love. Those who are still enjoying their flight with the world, our Lord and our God, please call them back home before it is too late. In your kingdom, no one, I repeat, no one will be found wanting. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.